0: Good morning, welcome to worship. We just invite you to come in and enter his course with thanksgiving into his presence with praise this morning. We love you, Father. We ask you to come in and be with us as we worship you today. In Jesus' name. no Lord. We love you and magnify you, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Amen. When you went away, Father, Lord Jesus, you said you were coming back. You are the lion and the lamb, and we are waiting your return today. And we just worship you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Father, we love you. Thank you for Jesus. He's coming on the clouds. And kingdoms where here to set the captive Stop the Lord today, no one who can stop the
1: The 13th, mark that on your calendars, June the 13th, we are going to do a community outreach here at Calvary Assembly of God Church, and we're going to call it the blessing bag. We're going to call it the blessing bag, and our goal is to raise uh, around $2,000. There are many needy families in our community, and so we want to just pour out our love and our support to them. And so our gold is $2,000. If you can help, we would love for you to help. Uh, it, when you send your money in uh, uh, to the church here, it's 1516 Spring Hill Road, Staten, Virginia, 24401. Uh, and so we just want to we want to love on our community and show our community how much we care about them and, uh, and, and love them. It's uh, June the 13th and we're going to it's a community outreach and we're calling it the blessing bag. We'd love to be a, love for you to be a part of it and we're trying to raise 2000 uh, dollars for this project. God bless you. Uh, may the Lord be with you and may his face shine upon you. God bless you. Welcome this morning. I want to start out by uh, saying thank you uh for you that have helped with our Blessing Bag Outreach to our local community. Uh, coming up on uh, June the 13th from 10 a.m. to 12 uh, p.m., we're uh, doing something called the Blessing Bag Outreach. And what that is, uh, we're giving a bag of groceries for the first 100 people uh, that come through at our church, and it's going to be a drive through and we're going to pray over them and give them a bag of groceries. So if you know anybody that needs a uh, Needs food, needs groceries, please let them know. But it's first come, first serve to the first 100 people. And we're calling it the Blessing Bag Outreach into our uh, community. And that's on June the 13th from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. And so thank you uh, for giving into this ministry. it's, um, Our goal is $2,000. And we've had some already to give into it, and I'd like to say thank you. If you're not able to give into it, I'd like for you to, if you would pray for maybe uh, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. sometime along that time, take a few minutes out, and if you'll uh, be praying over our outreach here uh, at the church. I want to talk just for uh, a few minutes about living in uh, troubled times, living in troubled times. We're living in difficult times. We're living in troubled times. We're living in uh, perilous times. And I'd like to go on record and say we're living in some crazy, we're living in some crazy uh, times. Um, not only has this coronavirus spread uh, through our own nation and around the world, but racism. Look at what has happened in the last Couple of weeks in our uh, nation and around the world. Uh, look at the fires that have been uh, breaking out all over the the, the place. Uh, the Bible talks about wars and rumors of uh, wars. Look at at the the killings that are going on. Look at the the rate how the rate of suicide has skyrocketed. We're living in we're living in troubled times. We're living in uh, perilous times. Uh, Timothy put it like this, in 2 Timothy chapter 3, in verse 1, he said, but know this, take notice of this, that he's saying that that when the last days are upon us, he says that in the last days, perilous times will come. Perilous times will come. We're in those days, we're in those times, we're in those moments that we're living in troubled times and perilous times like I've never experienced it before like I've never seen it before like the generations uh, behind me that have never seen it before we're living in troubled and perilous times excuse me Uh, Matthew chapter uh, 24 in verse 7 puts it uh, this way nation will go against go to war Nation will go to war against another nation. And kingdom against kingdom. There will be famine and earthquakes in many parts of the world. And we're seeing that on our news channels at this very time. This scripture is being played out in our world and our nation as we uh, speak. Look at the countries that are at war. Look at at the earthquakes, again, that are around the world. Look at the people that are out of work that need need food. That's why we're coming on board here at uh, Calvary Assembly of God Church, and we're going to do that blessing uh, bag outreach for the people that that really need food during this uh, time. Uh, But I I think the question that we're all kind of in the back of our mind, we might not be saying it verbally, but in the back of our mind, What's going to happen next? What's uh, on the horizon? Uh, what's going to transpire uh, next? On top of uh, on top of all of that, I was thinking as I was working on this sermon. Look at look at the religions that are promoting. Uh, they're promoting hate. They're promoting racism. They're promoting violence. When we ought to be promoting love during this time. But they're, they're out there promoting killing and racism and uh, destroying things. We're living in uh, troubled times. It's not okay to burn somebody's business down. It's not okay to hate each other. It's not okay to judge someone by their collar. Let me say that again. It's not okay to judge someone by their collar. It's not okay for police officers to do uh, what happened in Minnesota just a couple, uh, uh, about a week ago. But it's also not okay to go around and shoot police officers. The Bible uh, says in, in Matthew chapter 24 and verse 10, uh, it talks about the stuff that's going on in our world and our nation. And, and, and look at the way uh, this passage of Scripture puts it in Matthew 24 and verse 10. It says, And many will turn away from me, being Jesus, and portray and hate each other. I've never seen so much hate and Bitterness and anger towards each other. People are rising up against their own families, and they're hating, and they're—they've uh, 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 got bitterness, and they got words of destruction against their own flesh and blood, against their own family. Matthew talked about it in uh, Matthew. Chapter ten, in verse uh, twenty-one, it says, "Brothers and sisters will portray each other, and have each other put to death." And it says, "Parents will portray their own children, and their children will turn against their parents and have them killed." Now that is a strong passage of uh, strong passage of scripture. Not only that, we see all of this going on, even Christian people that say they love God, say they love the Lord, say they go to church, say they're walking with God, they say they're reading their Bible and they say they're praying. We find some of them involved in some of the some of the the hate and the the bitterness in going against their own family members. Not only that, we're finding even Christians that are more in love with their money than they are God, knowing that we have a short time, knowing that the coming of the Lord is near. Not only have they got wrapped up in some of that other stuff, but now they're letting their money become their God. That their money means more to them in God's house. Their money means more to them in serving God's kingdom. Money means more to them than putting their hands to the plow and working the harvest field and winning people to Christ. Money means more to them knowing that we're living in the last days, knowing that we're living on the brink of the coming of the Lord and the rapture of the church. They still are allowing money to be their God. Uh, uh, Timothy chapter 2 verse, uh, chapter 3, excuse me, 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 2, I'll get it in a minute, says, for people will love only themselves and their money and they will be boastful and they will... Be proud. We're living in troubled times. We're living in disturbing times. We're living in perilous times, just like 2 Timothy said. Just like uh, the Apostle Paul uh, told Timothy, Timi- Timothy, there's going to be perilous times and troubled times and difficult times coming, uh, coming up. So if you agree with me, and I believe you do, that we're living in those days... Then, if that is the case, if that's the case, if we're living in those days, which, let me repeat, I think you agree and I agree that we're living in those days, then, then I'm going to give you a couple things that I think that are uh, very important. If you're sitting there at the house, maybe grab a, uh, uh, a pen and a piece of paper and write these couple things uh, down Because I think they're very important, the first thing is if we're living in troubled times, we're living in perilous times, i'm going to give you two things like I said that that I believe that are extremely important in our life, and the first one is you need discernment in your life like never before. You need discernment in your life like never before you need to hear. The voice of God. You need to uh, hear what the Spirit is saying to your life. And saying to you. God's voice during these troubled times that we're living in. Needs to be number one in your life. Uh, God's voice needs to take top priority. God's voice needs to be at the center of uh, your uh, life. I need to hear God's voice from for my own personal life. I need to hear what God is saying to me. About my about my, uh, about my my family. I need to hear what the Spirit. What the Lord is speaking to me. About this community. I need to hear what the Lord is speaking to me. About this local church. And what God wants us to do in this local church. See we're more concerned. About what the news is saying. Than we are of what God is saying. We're, we're more concerned about what the best friend is saying than what God is saying. We're more concerned about what Facebook is saying, what Twitter is saying, what Instagram is saying, what the coworker has to say, or what the government or a family member or an accountant or a counselor or a lawyer than we are what God has to say. And in these last days, number one, if you agree we're living in the last days, and like again, I believe you do, then number one, you need a discernment in your life like never before. You need discernment in your life like never before. I like the way that Isaiah chapter 30, verse 21 put it this way. Your ears will hear a word behind you saying, This is the way, walk in it. Whenever you turn to the right or to the left. The Holy Spirit is there to speak to you and I. We just celebrated Pentecost Sunday last Sunday. And one of the the things that the Holy Spirit does when He's in your life, He gives you direction. He gives you direction about your family and about your life. And living in the last days, I want discernment in my life. I want to hear what the Spirit is speaking to me during these troubled times. The second thing is, make sure your heart is right with God. Again, if you feel like we're living in the last days and... Perilous times and troubled times and difficult times are lit up on us. I can't, I can't emphasize enough. I can't say it enough. That make sure your heart is right with God. The rapture of the church, I believe, is soon to happen. And I don't want to see you miss the rapture of the church. I don't don't want to see you not get your heart right with God. Jesus is coming, and He's coming very soon. And the second thing, if you believe we're living in these times, make sure your heart is right with God. I like the way Mark chapter 13, in verse 32 through 36, put it this way. So, uh, I I want you to read this with me. And... uh, here, here it is, it says, however, no one knows the day or the hour when these things will happen. Not even the angels in heaven or the Son Himself or Jesus Himself, only the Father knows. And he goes on to say, and since you don't know when that time will come, be on guard, be on watch, stay alert. The coming of the Son of Man can be illustrated by this story. And he tells this story in just one verse. Going on a long trip, when the man left, when he left the home, he gave each of his servants instructions about the work they were to do. And he says, and he told the gatekeeper to watch for his return. You too must keep watch. For you don't know when the master of the household will return. In the evening, Jesus might come in the evening. The rapture of the church might take here. It. it might come in the evening. It might come in uh, midday. Uh, it might come before dawn, or it might come at daybreak. Jesus is saying, "You don't know. You don't know when I'm coming back." I can come back in the morning. I can come back in the daytime. I I, I can come back anytime. But the question is not when he's coming back. The question is, are you ready for his return? Or at daybreak, don't let him find you sleeping when he arrives without the uh, warning. Do you say that you are a... Uh, Christian, and uh, and you walk up the aisle, and you kneel down at the altar, and you go right back living the old lifestyle. You go back living just the way that you walked to the altar and said you give your life to Christ. Is that you? Do you say that you're a Christian and you come to church just now and then? Just whenever you want. and You read your Bible a little bit and you pray every now and then. But you're not on fire for God. You really don't have that that, that personal relationship with Jesus Christ. You say you know Him, but do you really know Him? The question is, do you know Jesus Christ as your uh, uh, personal Savior? The question is, do you know Jesus Christ as... As your personal Savior. I want to leave this. Uh, read this last passage of Scripture to you. It says in Matthew uh, chapter 24 verse 39 through 43. People didn't realize what was going to happen until the flood came and swept them all away. Two men will be working together in the field. This is talking about the rapture of the church, when the rapture of the church happens. It says, two men will be working in the field together. One will be taken, and the other one will be left. Two women will be grinding flour at the meal. One will be taken, and the other one's going to be going in the rapture. So you too must keep watch, for you don't know what day your Lord is Uh, Coming and he and he closed these last two or three verses out and listen, understand this. It's saying get knowledge of what's going on. Get get understanding of what's happening. It says understand this. If a homeowner knew exactly when a burglar was coming, he would keep watch. And not permit his house to be broken into. You also must be ready all the time. For the son of man will come when you are least expecting it. So if we agree that we're living in those perilous times. Troubled times. Difficult times. Number one. You need discernment in your life and number two you know you need to know the lord jesus christ is your savior you need to you need to know god you need to know the lord jesus christ as your savior here's my last question here's my last question this is what this is what this church is all about this is what reaching this community. This is what it's all about. This is what loving on the pe- people here at our church and loving on this community and loving others and loving people, loving the all callers and all walks of life is what this is all about, this last question. Jesus is coming soon. Are you ready? And I'm closing with that. I'm going to leave you with that question. Jesus is coming soon. Are you ready? Ready. If you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, I want to I lead you in a real simple prayer. We don't. It's not something uh, big that you have to go out and do. It's not something that you have to, I've, I've got to come to church 10 times, 20 times, 15 times before I can give my life to Christ. Or i gotta, I got to do these works before Jesus will accept me. No, no, no. All the work was done at the cross. Jesus loves you. He shed His blood for you. And He wants to know you. And so if you don't know Jesus this morning, I want to let you know that Jesus is coming soon. Are you ready? And if you don't know Him, I want to lead you through uh, the sinner's prayer. If you'll just say this simple prayer with me, and you give your life to Christ, you're just as saved as as I am. As a pastor. You're just as safe as I am. You're going to heaven just the same I- I- as I am. If you'll say this simple prayer with me. But you gotta, you got to mean it with your heart. Not just your lips. you got to mean this prayer with your heart. you got to want to change. I want to lead you through that prayer. Say, Heavenly Father, I come to you today. And I, today, I admit. I admit that I'm a sinner. I I admit that, that I'm not living for you and living the right life. And I believe in the Lord Jesus Christ as my Savior today. After hearing this sermon, I want to give my life to Christ. And I believe in Jesus Christ. And I confess today, I confess all of my sins to you, Jesus. And I am asking you to wash me in your blood and cleanse me. And I want to live the rest of my life that I have for you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. If you prayed that little simple prayer, and you meant it not with just your lips, but you meant it with your heart, uh, you're on your way to heaven. And if Jesus does come, then you're ready to go. God bless you. We love you here uh, at the church. And may the Lord be with you. And may His face shine upon you. God bless you.